Hello, everyone. Welcome to Eternity, where love never fails. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is the Eternity Bible Study Podcast, where we walk through the Bible together every day, every weekday, Monday through Friday. We're broadcasting from here in the U.S. and in Zambia, Africa, with a goal to share our thoughts and encourage one another as we read God's Word. My co-host, Matali, and I are listening to Through the Bible Podcast and then sharing our thoughts and encouragement with you from America to Africa God is in control. As always, attribution goes to the Through the Bible podcast with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. So we're putting in today, we're still in Galatians uh, at uh, chapter 3, verses 23 through 29. Again, Galatians is a huge huge study. It's a great, great book of the Bible. Dr. McGee says it's one of the high benchmark books of the Bible. Uh, It's like a bedrock for so many things. Um, And we're um, taking our time in Galatians. We're still in chapter 3. Paul is is basically writing this letter to the Galatian churches. These are, uh, again, as we said last time, the collection of churches uh, through Turkey. Um, these are young churches, a lot of young believers trying to figure out the the right way to go. It's it's you know on one hand it's really exciting to believe uh, that the Messiah had come. Can you imagine yourself if you were a Galatian? You know you heard that the Messiah came and was crucified, rose again, rose from the dead, healed the blind. You know, heal the sick, raise the dead, did all these miracles. Maybe, but you weren't around. You know, you were over here there in 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 the Galatian land. You know, so if you if you believed in it, you you know you've got a lot of people wanting to do things right, wanting to um, you know still try to figure out how you're justified before God. And this whole culture, I mean, as long as people had been alive, um, you know. All of your ancestors had had traditions and had customs and had ways of doing things. And all of these things centered around you doing something. They all centered around whether you uh, sacrificed an animal for your sins or followed certain rules that Moses gave from God on the Ten Commandments. I mean, these things were set in stone you know, to coin an old phrase, so people could see what they were supposed to do, you know, and we're all geared to to want to say, well, just tell me what I need to do and I'll do it. You know, the bottom line is, is that we're all wired to sort of have this dependency on ourselves. You know, people don't want to admit when they're wrong. People don't want to uh, you know, admit that they need help. Children don't want to be instructed by their parents. So not only are we sort of hardwired um, from birth to sort of not want to hear from anybody else, the traditions and customs and this whole, the whole, the whole Jewish, you know, faith and religion, well, the whole Jewish, you know, religion had centered around the books of the law. And so it was really all about what can we do. 
And again, every other religion in the world um, is all about, you know, us trying to seek some higher appreciation of God or some higher level of God through things that we do. But only in Christianity, only when Christ comes, that the message is it's already done. It's nothing that you do. It's all done by faith. You know, he's already done it. Boom, done. Case closed. Nothing you do. And again, this is the study of God's grace. Um, this is um, a study of how much God loves you. So um, he's, he, we start out by uh, putting it in 20, verse 23. Before faith came, we were held captive under the law. We were imprisoned until the coming faith would be revealed. Again, this is faith in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ would be revealed so that then the law was our guardian. And a lot of translations will, you know, or, or at least Dr. McGee was making reference that the guardian has been translated in, in the word of the day to schoolmaster, uh, something that would hold us and, and give us instruction until Christ came in order that we might be justified by our faith. In Jesus Christ. But now that faith has come, we're no longer under this guardian, under this law, under this schoolmaster. For in Christ Jesus, you're now all sons of God through faith. Boom. That just blows your mind if you're a Galatian person because you haven't done anything. We just don't feel like we deserve anything. Um, so again, this is, this is the good news of the gospel. And to try to illustrate um, this, uh, Dr. McGee gave this uh, analogy to a bathroom. You know, every bathroom has a sink and a mirror, or most every bathroom does. And you could sort of imagine there's you walk into a bathroom, you look in a, you look, there's the sink where you wash your hands, and usually there's a mirror over there so you can see your face. And, and the sink and the mirror serve a purpose. Um, and so he was sort of saying, imagine you have some a smudge on your face or some dirt on your face. And, and somebody says, well, hey, you, you've got some dirt on your face. Or you, you, go into the, you go into the bathroom and you look in the mirror and the mirror reveals if your face is clean or not. It, you can see if there's a smudge on your face. Now, you don't use the mirror to remove the smudge on your face. You use the sink to, to wash your face because you, you turn on the water and you wash your face. So it'd be kind of crazy for you to rub your face up against the mirror because the mirror doesn't really remove the smudge. And that's sort of like the law. The law is like a mirror to us. It reveals the Word of God to us. It shows us our sin, but it doesn't do anything to remove our sin. We use the sink to wash off the smudge. The sink is this fountain of water like that we get the forgiveness through Jesus Christ. The water of uh, the, the fountain of life, the fountain of water uh, of life. Um, so again, um, uh, just an example of what the law is. Uh, the law was there 
to show us our sin. And as we studied last time, it helps reveal our nature, how much we need God. If we didn't have the law, if we didn't have the law telling us how how uh, imperfect we are, how far removed we are from God, we wouldn't even feel the need to call on God's name. If we're, if we're um, again, we said last time the law is sort of like gravity. If you're up on a building, you know, you're falling through gravity, uh, whether somebody pushes you off the building or you fall or you slip. Um, however, however, uh, whatever happens, you're falling due to the law of gravity. When you hit the ground, you're dead. You know, you're just as dead as if you fell off the building or somebody pushed you off the building or you jumped off the building through free will. You're just as dead when you hit the ground. The law is what we're in, what we're under. We're all going to have to perish under the law if we're removed from God. The law is sort of like a mirror. When you look at it, it reveals your own sinful nature. It reveals you're condemned. Um, and it's such a powerful study in Galatians. I, um, Dr. McGee was making reference to Romans. I wanted to put a few examples of this in Romans because the Bible is so consistent about what the law is. In Romans 3.30, since there's only one God who will just who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through that same faith. The law comes from God to us, but it's faith that justifies you, not the law. In Romans 11.32, for God has bound everyone over to disobedience so that he may have mercy on them all. The law binds us over. It shows us our sinful nature, just like we look in a mirror. And he does that so we all can see our nature. But he does that also because he wants to have mercy on everybody. He wants everybody to, be, to see how far removed they are from God. In Romans 3.20, Therefore, no one will be declared righteous in God's sight, by the works of the law. Rather, through the law, we become conscious of our sin. In Romans 10, 4, Christ is the culmination of the law so that there may be righteousness for everyone who believes. So Christ brings us justification because He has overcome this law for us. He's overcome all of the law, the total law, so that all we have to do is believe on Him and His gift of grace, His gospel message of grace for us, that through faith we can be justified and be righteous in God's eyes. In Romans 3, chapter chapter 3, verses 19, Now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law so that every mouth may be silenced. In other words, everybody has to shut up. Everybody has to to be quiet. No one can brag 
because the whole world is accountable to God. That's what the law does. Shuts everybody up. Nobody can obey the law. You think you're a good person, a great person, you've done a lot of stuff? Shut up. You can't do anything. So the law leads us to Christ. Down in verse 25, back in Galatians, down in verse 25. So now that the law has come, we are no longer under this guardian. The law leads us to Christ. Christ makes us sons of God. We're children. We're, the, we're legitimate children of God. Can you imagine that? It's by faith, nothing else. God referred to Moses when he died as a servant. He referred to David as his servant. He didn't refer to either Moses or David as a son. And can you, do you, I mean, can you, you know, do you remember like the story where, you know, Jesus comes down and John the Baptist baptizes Jesus and he comes out of the water and a dove, you know, this voice from heaven says, you know, this is my son, you know. Can you imagine that, what drama that's, that, that was? You know, the son of God, there goes the son of God. Everybody, you know, what, what, everybody just was blown away that Jesus was the son of God. I mean, he was put to death for even claiming to be the son of God. But now, this Galatians is telling you, this, these verses here in verse 26, you are sons of God. You are legitimate. The son of God, the daughter of God, the child of God. Faith, but nothing else. And this occurs through faith. Faith in Jesus Christ. This is such a powerful message. Uh, you know, no one else, at no other time throughout all of Scripture and all of human history could claim this standing through something so simple, something that you didn't even do. As Jesus tried to, I mean, this is just, this blows people's brains up, you know? And even even when you just sit back and take a little time today, and think about this and walk around today thinking about this. I mean, how powerful this is. Even Nicodemus was trying to get it in his head. And Jesus was sitting down in John chapter 3, verses 3. He's saying to Nicodemus, Jesus replied, Very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born, of, born again. And in John 1 11 through 13. He came to that which was his own, meaning the Jews, but he, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, meaning the Gentiles, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. And as he replied to Nicodemus, very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. So, bottom line is, in Galatians here, 
Nothing you do, no offerings, no gifts, no baptisms, no mission trips, no works, no checks you write, no how no what no matter what a good person you are will make you a son of God. Only what Jesus did will make you a son of God. Only his sacrifice for you and your belief in him, faith plus nothing else. It doesn't involve you. Either you're a son of God or you're not a son of God. If you're, you're either, and as we studied last time, either you're under the law or you're not under the law. Because the law is given there for all of mankind to see very plainly how far away from God we are. And uh, jumping down in verse 28, there's neither Jew nor Greek, nor slave nor free, nor male nor female. You're all one in Christ. This gets away with all the hierarchies, the caste systems. This, gets, this, this just crushes all the comparisons of people, one versus the other. Oh, I'm better than you, or you're not as good as me. All this sort of stuff, or, or, or it just crushes the divisions among people um, thinking one race is superior to another or somebody's inferior to me or this, that, and the other. We're all one in Christ. Christ not only destroys death, destroys sin, destroys um, the, the bondage that we have in the law, It destroys our sins before God. It destroys all of the traditional um, divisions that we have as people as well because we are all supposed to be one in Christ Jesus, the body of Christ. And through that, down in verse 29, you belong to Christ. You are His you are Abraham's offspring. This is heirs to the original promise that Abraham received by faith. Abraham was considered righteous by faith. Tremendous study today uh, in Galatians. It's just um, a bedrock of Christianity. Uh, Dr. McGee has always said Christianity is, is not a religion. It's a, it's a uh, person. It's Jesus Christ. That's Christianity. From the Old Testament, way, 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 way back to Abraham, the gospel was preached to Abraham, as we studied last time, all the way through Revelation. It's all about Jesus. I hope this was helpful. And um, as always, um, I'll be turning over the podcast now to my co-host, Matali, who is uh, going to be sharing her thoughts on this study from Zambia. Literally, God is in control around the world. Take care. We'll see you next time. Hello. So today's teaching is coming from Galatians chapter 3, verses 19 to 29. My main point, my main lesson that I, I got from um, this particular preaching is that we are one um, in the body of Christ. We are all baptized in the spirit of Christ, which makes us all brethren. 
So um, there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither free nor bond. There is neither um, there is neither female nor male. We are all one. Um, if we are all baptized in the body of Christ, and um, if we live in Christ, then we we are all from Abraham's seed, um, and we're heirs to um, the kingdom of God, according to the promise that was given to Abraham by God. So, um, and this 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 um, this this statement of us being one not. Um, there's neither male nor female, Greek nor, nor Jew, is coming from verse 20, Galatians 3, verse 28. So, um, Dr. McGee gave a very good illustration, um, that, that a very simple and great illustration that made a lot of sense uh, when he talked about, um, when he gave the illustration about um, a mirror in the bathroom and at the bottom of the mirror there is a wash basin. Um, he talked about the mirror being um, the law that pr actually proves we're sinners because we stare in the mirror to actually see if we've got any any dirt on our face, any smudges on our face, and 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 then um, the wash basin representing um, Christ Jesus, who is there to actually wash away our sins. So, in this particular teaching, um, Paul looks at um, the law being there to actually lead us to, to Christ. In verse 26, um, it says, for ye, for ye all, the children, hath by faith in Christ. Faith in Christ can make us sons of God. So he points out all we have to have is faith and not nothing else. No works, nothing, no law. And um, faith alone is going to actually save us um, and... and um, give us eternal life. So um, faith alone will make us legit sons of God. Um, and this is just through faith. Um, so even if um, we kept the law, it would be inferior to um, the righteousness of God. The righteousness of God, uh, faith will lead us to the righteousness of God um, and not the law. So um, yeah, my main take in this uh, particular chapter is the oneness uh, of the body of Christ, the oneness of the brethren, if we believe in Jesus Christ, um, if we are baptized in the spirit of Christ, um, then we are all descendants of Abraham. We're all from the seed of Abraham. And um, we, are, we are heirs to uh, the promised land, like uh, the, the promises that God gave Abraham um, um, in um, Genesis 15 verse 6 so um, yeah for me this is my main take for today let us live as one in Christ because we are all children of Christ we're all descendants of Christ uh, no matter the color creed race um, we are all um, seeds from Abraham and we're all baptized in the spirit of Christ so yes, so today, um, yeah, I'll keep it brief. And yeah, that was my take. And um, thanks for listening. God bless and bye-bye.
I just want to say thanks again for listening, and I pray that the Lord will be with you and give you strength every step of every day, both now and for all eternity. We'll see you next time.